Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Old Forester. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, our our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tasting. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleshik. Andy, I've got one question for you. How about them Reds? I know. They're kicking butt right now. They're, uh... Finally, Cincinnati sports is starting to look good again. I know. Reds are first in the division, 12 wins in a row. FC Cincinnati's number one in the MLS. The Bengals have made the AFC championship two years in a row. Holy crap. Yeah. Cincinnati sports are looking up. But uh, it's really nice to see the Reds turn it around because I feel like out of all the franchises, they've really been the ones struggling they in the last couple of years. Yeah. So it's just kind of crazy to see them turn it around. I mean, that Ellie De La Cruz is oh, yeah. he's something he's else, some. man. Anything else going on other than enjoying the Cincinnati sports team's domination? Not right now. I've been doing a lot of gardening and housework, so sure. kind of boring life for me right now. It's the life of owning a home, right? Yeah. Especially in the summer. All right. Well, without further ado, why don't we jump right on in? Andy, we've already done this one before, but we've, got a, a little, times, we've yeah. got a little more to add. So why don't we yeah. dive right back in and tell the folks out there everything they need to know again about Old Forester. Of course. So, uh, like you said, I mean, we've done this episode quite a few different times on Old Forester. Um, the full breakdown episode we did was back in episode three, uh, Into the Forest. One of the OGs. Yeah. One of the OG ones we did before we hit triple digits. Um, <laughs> but they were originally founded as a brand in, just as a brief recap, uh, in 1870 by a, a former, well, at the time, former pharmaceutical uh, salesman, George Garvin Brown. Um, and it was actually the first bourbon to be exclusively bottled and sold in sealed glass um, bottles. And at the start of it, it was always, I think the, like their main expression, ones that they do are roughly the shape, like that they have for the 86 proof, 100 proof, and the rye. I think that's roughly the shape they had all the way back then as well, if gotcha. I'm correct. But um, starting out, he was exclusively selling it to just pharmacies. Um, because that's how a lot of bourbon at the time right. was sold. Got to get your medicine. Yeah. Uh, especially like pre-prohibition, but then also during prohibition. That's how a lot of it was sold was in the pharmaceutical um, space. Sure. Um, or out of there. And the name, of course, comes from an old, reportedly at least, an old pharmacist um, with the last name Forrester. Um, but two, two R's. And it was just changed to one R for... Er, uh, old Forester with one R in the middle um, shortly after they opened up the brand. Gotcha. Um, and of course, it's, you know, owned by the Brown Foreman Company, uh, who owns a lot of other, you know, major labels like Woodford Reserve, Jack Daniels, um, just to name a few, the, right. few of the biggest ones there. Pretty big names down yeah. on top of Old Ofo. Yeah. Um, and this was actually their first brand that they brought onto the market and owned. Hmm. Um, after the formation of Brown Foreman as a parent company. Uh, of course, they're not the most selling brand anymore from uh, Jack Daniels is. Jack right. Daniels is just such a huge brand. Yeah, it's like one of the, the highest selling whiskeys in the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which so, is a good thing for the company. <laughs> yeah, oh, sh yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but their other big claim to fame was for Old Forester um, is that they were one of uh, only six different brands on the market that could be legally during mm. prohibition distilled 
aged and sold. Uh, of course, everybody who listens to or understands bourbon and has been on the tours, you know, knows that that's a time when you could only do it for medicinal purposes, um, right. legally consume it at least. <laughs> um, of course, everybody found their ways to get around that. Good but, old prohibition. Yeah. Yeah. Even you, with the doctor's notes. You know that, like, there's good bourbons that weren't one of the ones that were sold during prohibition, but you know if a bourbon was one of the official ones sold during prohibition, like, that's one of the best bourbons yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah. That and some of them, I think, got a little bit lucky, but, you know, well, yeah. Well, for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Good. It helped, helped kind of, like, help them, like, launch the brand even further. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... And if I have my notes correct and remember, they were also one of the, the Browns were one of the heavy advocates for the uh, 1897 Bottled and Bond Act. Um, and pretty much all of their bourbon, they were already selling at the 100 proof that's required under the act. But um, went from making it a, um, being a blended bourbon to a straight bourbon during that time. Um on top of doing that uh and then yeah. uh like we said at the top of the episode we're doing old forester rye today um they have two different mash bills old forester does their regular bourbon mash bill which is 72 corn 18 rye 10 malted barley and then they have their rye mash bill which is 65 percent rye 20 percent malted barley and 15 percent corn and this was one that they had purchased as a brand um when Owsley Brown, I forget if he was master distiller as well, but owner of Brown Foreman, mm. and of course subsequently uh, Old Forester, uh, they purchased it back in the 40s, um, but then never really used it until they put this product on the market um, back in 2019. Gotcha. And of course they have a whole bunch of different uh, products that they have. Um, a lot of them we've tried, like the single barrel ones. I think we've tried both the Old Forester Classic which is our 86 proof and signature, which is a hundred proof. Yeah. Um, I think we've done the 1920. Yeah. We've done 1920 and maybe, maybe 19, the 1910 as well. Yeah. yeah, I think so. But they have, of course the whole whiskey row, which has those two as well as the 1817 and 1897. Yeah. And reported, oh, I think we tried this. I think we did the Statesman too. Might have, yeah. I think we did. Statesman we've done a too. lot of old Forester. <laughs> <laughs> we've done a lot. Yeah. But that's just, that's just a testament to old Forester. They have yeah. so many good whiskeys. That we just want to keep doing, you know, yeah. like doing episodes on their whiskeys. And of course, Old Forester holds a special place in my heart because that's we one of the places we went to on my oh, bachelor, bachelor party. Bachelor yeah. party. And of yeah. course, uh, just just a freaking blast. Old Forester is such a class act and just like the, the way oh, yeah. their the facility is, that you visit is so nice. And of course, we were there for a bachelor party and... That actually Reinhardt, who you're your best buddy now, he didn't even <laughs> yeah. drink. Alex Reinhardt didn't even drink bourbon, and I introduced him to it. Old Forester. Now he loves bourbon because Old <laughs> Forester is so good. Yeah. So yeah, o- Old Fo is uh, it's it's one of They're the good. Def- definitely one of the top ones. Kicking butt, yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, like I said, uh, they have several other ones too that are just tough to find, like their birthday bourbon or oh, Pres- yeah. President's Choice, which are like. Once a year releases. Yeah. If you um, can get one of those, you're a lucky, lucky man. Yeah. <laughs> always lucky. Uh, yeah. And then if the rumors are true, they're releasing a new one in the Whiskey Row, a 10-year-old um, that's 1924. Okay. If the rumors are true. I don't... I've only seen some photos of it come out, so I don't we'll know how to, true it is. Have to wait and see. Um, yeah. And then... I mean, if, if Ohio Liquor Lottery does one of those, <laughs> you'll just have to submit because you win every lottery you <laughs> Somehow enter. I'm gonna, getting lucky, yeah. <laughs> Winning all these things. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that pretty much sums up all their products that they have. And Awesome. We're just getting to try the 
newest expression that we could get our hands on the rye. So this is the first release of the rye. Is that what this says? Um, no, this is not the first year they've. Oh, had it was it. first released in 2019. Uh, yeah, it was first released gotcha. as so, a product in 2019 okay. under the old Forster. Gotcha. Label. So it's a new, at least a newer, newer. Yeah, it's one of their newest. Cool. I think other than the like single barrels and the single barrel barrel of strengths, it's the newest product in their lineup. Gotcha. That they Very have. cool. Well, let's give it a taste. As always, we're going to yeah. start with the nose. Oh, very nice. It's very good. Kind of yeah. kind of smells like a sweeter rye. I mean, you definitely yeah. get the like you get those rye characteristic notes to it. Yeah, some like the, it, the like what are like like baking spice? Like what do you what do you what I are get, some notes that you're getting? I get like the black pepper um yeah. and some other spices like that that I typically get off a of rye. Like that spiciness there. It like lets you know it's a rye, but it's very mild it's, like yeah, it's, it's very peated. Yeah, yeah. Anything else that you got on the nose or Um no, I mean, I mean, it's just a very m- lot more mellow rye to my nose. I'm just, I'm with you. I'm getting a little pepper, a little like a little spice, but that's 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 it. So yeah. I'm, I'm very curious because uh, ryes aren't really my thing. I like ryes, but like I don't love them. So it'll be interesting to to see how this one is. Let's yeah. give it a taste. Cheers, Cheers. sir. Very nice. Yeah, very good. Lots of lots of spice. It's very, you know. It's very right. Like that spice definitely comes through off the nose onto it. But for me, I, it does not taste so much like a rye. It tastes a lot more like a bourbon. Yes, no, I'm with you. It, it, it's like hot like a bourbon, kind of spicy like a rye almost. Yeah, it's like it, it gets that. And I, I mean, being at 100 proof. Right. Uh, I'm sure that's like for me part of where the that heat comes oh, in. Oh, 100%, yeah. But it it kind of drinks, like I get the rice spice in the back, but it definitely drinks like a bourbon up front for me. Yeah. With some of those accentuating rye notes that you typically get. No, I completely agree. That's a really nice rye, especially drinking at 100 proof like that. Yeah, and for like 23 bucks oh, for a wow. fifth. Like yeah, that's a really good, that's a yeah. really good price. That's a really good rye for that price. Absolutely. Yeah. Because we've done like, We've done a lot of ryes. We do them a lot of in the winter yeah. time, like midwinter's night dram, like stuff yeah. like that. And it's like this is a, it's like a, it lets you, like again, I just think it's like a rye, like it lets you know it's a rye, but it kind of drinks more like a bourbon, yeah, like you said, it's a lot mellower without having to do like midwinter's night dram, like all that finishing stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly, for sure. Awesome. Well, I'm a big fan. All right, folks, that's it from us this week. Please make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, leave a review, listen to, share every episode of Distilled Discussions. Please tell your friends about us. Follow us on Instagram. We really do appreciate your support. Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey, and don't worry. We'll be here to drink with you next week.